0: It's playoff time even here in Phoenix, and that means big stakes and bigger promotions. Every day of basketball playoffs, DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. Yeah, you heard that right. 20 Gs, baby. The best part, it's free to get your shot at these daily cash prizes. DraftKings will be offering two free-to-play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at 20 Gs in total prizes. DraftKings free free to play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to the pools and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash and prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the day. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe. Secure and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. It is the fans' best friend when it comes to daily fantasy sports. Download the top rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN. That's promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings pools pages to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for limit time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details.
1: Your Phoenix Suns have gone to Los Angeles and did what they needed to do. They split the two games at the Staples Center, winning again on a Sunday. Those 1230 games have been treating the Suns pretty nice so far as they defeat the Lakers by a score of 100 to 92 and now have tied the series in the first round two games apiece. Welcome to everybody who is joining us, whether you are watching along live on Facebook, YouTube or Twitter, or if you are listening on the Bright Side of the Sun podcast network. We truly appreciate it. I'm going to bring in Matthew. How are you doing over
2: there, bud? Oh, positive as hell. Positive Nancy over here. Way to go, Suns. I love everything I saw tonight absolutely a great victory. How are you? <laughs> I'm
1: fantastic. Saul, how you doing? It looks like you're still kicking it in Idaho.
3: I'm still stuck in Idaho, but uh, great day. Great day. Uh, that was a that was a phenomenal win, and the only thing I got to say is, oh, how the turntables have <laughs> turned. The turntables have turned, y'all. Yes. And welcome, Espo. There he is. Are you in Hello.
1: Houston, my friend? Houston, do we have an Espo? Jet? Yes, I am
0: in Houston, and <laughs> yeah. we don't have a problem here. Uh, we are in good hands right now. The series is mo- even in more ways than one. We now have seen, as, as Saul said, the uh, <laughs> the turns have tabled on the Lakers here. And now uh, Lakers fans are probably going to be bemoaning a lot of the same things Suns fans have Through the first four games of the series, but home court's back and everything's good, boys.
3: inadvertently, we have taken this show nationally. I don't know how this happened, but I'm in (laughs) Idaho Espos in Houston. I don't know what's going on.
1: And we're at a bar in Tempe, Arizona, because that's where Matthew and I like to hang out—is bars. So (laughs) apparently, and we've got Paul right here from from uh, Fanning the Flames is joining us. Uh, we have a, it was a fun little watch party out here at Four Peaks in Tempe. So thank you to Four Peaks for hosting the Sun's Jam Session slash the Suns Solar Panel, uh, all of which you are now international or not international, just national, whether being. Idaho or in Texas we're coming from you all over the place so thank you again to everybody who is watching along live this is a reminder that if you are doing that please go ahead and hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube smash the like button uh, you can become an elite jamster or an, or a flaming baller by clicking the join button or following the link in the description feel free to donate to the show via the super chat because if you do Matthew and I might actually get to go to game five okay we could use those donations for game five okay uh, please, please be sure to leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts and we'll read it right here on the pod. You can email the show, sunsjam at gmail.com. You can follow the show at sunsjam. You can follow uh, the sun solar panel at suns Solar panel. You can follow me at Darth Void. You can follow Matthew. I'm
2: Matthew Lissé. You can follow Espo.
3: Matt Espo.
1: You can follow, <laughs> so easy for you. I'm so jealous. And you can follow Saul.
3: That's Saul. Step back, Bookman
1: but there you go. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, are you guys drinking nationally?
3: No, no. I don't
1: no.
0: it. it's downstairs. Dude, it's uh it's downstairs. It's hot outside. It's downstairs.
1: Well cheers
3: Matthew,
4: cheers, cheers, cheers to all partner? the Suns
1: fans. Suns win, baby, suns win. Let's talk about beating those Los Angeles Lakers. Let me hear it.
3: Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Come on, let me hear you say. Say, beat LA. Let me he say, beat LA. Let me he say, beat LA. Go suns. Beat LA. Let me he say, beat LA. Let me he say, beat LA. Let me he say,
1: beat LA. Go suns. And beat LA, the Suns did today by a score of one hundred to ninety two i th- saw you nailed it i mean the the tables have turned the turns have tabled i mean it's literally a carbon copy of game three except it went in the sun's favor especially with anthony davis going down uh Saul, why don't you kind of kick us off and tell us what your thoughts are and, and what do you think about the, the anthony davis injury is it going to be something that we should be looking at going into game five or do you think that this is just something temporary will he be hampered moving forward
3: well i mean clearly he's he was hurt if he couldn't finish out the game so he's going to be i assume he's going to be a little banged up going into the next game if he plays uh but you know hey listen uh, we've been down this road for the last three games with with CP3 playing the way he's been playing and, and and hurt the way he was hurt so uh hey there's no sympathy points going the lakers way for this for sure i think uh you know this is why this is why when you talk about the lakers and and the teams that kind of coast and kind of you know find their way towards the end and and do the load management thing, and and seat these these guys, Um, when they get to the playoffs, they're not quite ready. And I think game one, of all games, might come back to haunt the Lakers because they weren't completely ready to go in game one. Anthony Davis only having 13 points, but everybody was healthy for them. And so now you got CP3 starting to come back. AD gets hurt. This is what you feared if you were a Lakers fan, is that one of your main two guys was going to get hurt because they've been – plagued with injuries all season, and here we go. And now this is a golden opportunity. Game five is probably going to be the biggest game in this uh, – of basketball in the last 12 years uh, for sure, and it's going to be fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last show, that it was about the Suns imposing their will, Monty making changes, figuring things out. Well, the Suns did that today, and it it, it, not exactly in the first quarter. It took them a little while to figure out – what that how to implement that but it was fast pace the lakers can't keep up with the suns when they push the pace and that's when the Suns' shooting started to find its rhythm as well Jay crowder mikhail bridges hit a few uh, it just it started to snowball when the suns pushed the pace and that was even before anthony davis left the game so the Suns have found something that's working now. Frank Vogel will make adjustments, but if Anthony Davis is is even limited, not even out, that's a huge advantage for this Suns team because much like where the Suns don't have depth after, uh, you know, after Aiton, the Lakers don't have depth behind anthony davis at all i mean they're they're throwing bodies they're throwing markeith morris and hoping Montrez harrell after they benched him can come in and do something for him there's just a lot of things that they're attempting gonna have to attempt to do they're gonna have to adjust but the suns need to keep pushing the pace and doing what worked in this game four because that was the first time we saw the suns of this season out there on the floor it felt like that second and third quarter was what that regular season was for the Suns team and how they wound up with that two seed.
2: Yeah. With Anthony Davis being out, it's like, how did the Suns handle this? Honestly, it's like tonight was great. They got the win, but if he's out next game, they got to do a lot better job of taking care of the ball. They still made a lot of mistakes towards the end. I know it's the Lakers; I know it's tough playoff matchup with the defense and all that, but they have to do better, man. And if they're going to win next game, we oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go go ahead. ahead. Go
3: ahead. Finish your thought. Sorry.
2: No, that's it. I'm just saying because they have they were up 15 or 16, but it got to a point where it's like, if you're gonna take your time on offense, get a better shot, all that. I'm not trying to be negative right now. I'm just saying, I just know within the last five minutes, no matter what the score is, it's gonna be tough. So next game, if AD is not there, so going to make sure they can shore up those those mistakes because they were still there tonight, but. I mean, it's, it's a great overall win. It really is. But to win next game, they got to do a lot better, I think. But,
3: but I, I also want you to step back and think about this. In game two, we were coming down the stretch, four minutes left to go. Who was not the guy on the court that couldn't do anything for us? It was CP3. He was missing. He couldn't play. We had CP3 towards the end of this game. He came in, kind of calmed everybody down, and he and, and, and we won. And I think that's the biggest difference, right? You know, you still got young guys on this on this team that are trying to figure out you know how to play down the stretch. And when you you know the Lakers were going to make a run, I think we were probably more scared of it than the players were, especially c p three. Um and once he came into the game, he kind of settled everybody down and they hit a couple big shots, and that was that. So
0: but give well, give I, Monty credit. he he let kind of the that unit with campaign out there play until it started to wane and then he knew exactly when to get cp3 in there to calm it down for that final four minutes and you're completely right saul that influence i think had a big uh, impact on why they didn't let the lead slide sure they missed a few shots cp3 missed one himself but i think he was a calming presence it wasn't oh here it goes everything's gonna snowball it was okay guys Let's just do our take care of business on the defensive end and we're fine. And they did. And you know, Matt, I don't I don't think they I think they played well down the stretch. The Lakers oh, are gonna make a run.
1: I'll get what I, I like I can fortify what Matthew's saying, because you look at that fourth quarter, and yeah, the, the Lakers made a run. They scored 27 points in the fourth. The Suns only scored 19. But both of you are correct, Saul and Espo, because yes. Monty did what he didn't do in game three in this game is he made adjustments. Halftime there were adjustments made. He had the ability in that fourth quarter to actually have that asset of CP three to pull upon, which he didn't have that asset in the second or in game three because it was clear that CP three was hampered. It was clear that he wasn't going to have the ability to lead this team to victory or to assist in sustaining that Lakers run. Now, they made that run and they're going to make that run. You know, and that's what happens. You're playing a, an NBA championship level team. You're playing, even without AD, this is a team that has LeBron James, uh, although there were a lot of bullshit calls kind of down the stretch, as per usual, uh, with him. But, you know, I think that the fact that they had the ability to close them out in those final two minutes is what it came down to. Because that run happened with about 10 minutes to about two minutes. And it was kind of like, okay. Here come the fouls. Here comes the missed shots. Here comes the rush possessions. Here comes all these things that have been detrimental to the Suns. But once CP3 kind of calmed the team down, once those final two minutes happen, the Suns ultimately locked him out, won by a total of eight points. And uh, I couldn't be happier, Matthew. Uh, it's like the, it's like God is shining down upon you. For some reason, the light is coming in <laughs> yeah. right behind Matthew. Yeah. He looks like Do I look he's beautiful. beautiful here. What?
3: And I'm, nice also shining. Faded out. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna bring into the yeah. podcast our friends from Fanning the Flames. They're joining us from right up right next to me so there you go there's there's paul <laughs> there's justin uh, unmute yourselves and say what's up guys
2: <laughs> uh,
1: that's this, about this right is co- this is quality audio <laughs> <laughs> this is about right yes
3: Who's <laughs> mostly wanting to show up so <laughs> yeah, I can't hear him. Not I enough. can't hear him at all. And on, that,
1: and on that point, we love you, fan of the Flames. Make sure you follow them at Fan of the Flames NBA. Their audio is dog shit horrible, so we're going to remove them now. <laughs> 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 it was kind of like Saul after Game Two. You're like walking through a parking lot, just as you're. you're like yeah. <laughs> And that was the end of that,
3: yeah, basically.
1: So going back and looking at this game, you know, it, it kind of started off a little bit rocky for the Suns. You know, we did see CP3 taking a couple three pointers early, which I thought was a very valuable sign. He had the strength behind the shoulder that allowed him an effort to actually put up those shots and it didn't look like he was shot putting for the 2020 Olympics. Uh, but Crowder came out and essentially was as cold as ice. His first two shots did not look good. And I did see somebody tweet out that Crowder's the sixth man for the Lakers. I'm so happy that that has changed. Uh, The the narrative has changed by the end of the game. Jay Crowder showed up as we needed him to. When you look at the final box score, when you see the fact that the Phoenix Suns had all five starters score in double digits, that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you beat the Lakers. You don't sit there and say, Devin Booker, we need 34 from you. DeAndre Ayton, we need 22 from you. And any other points or bonus, when you have a total of six players, because Campaign also scored in double figures off the bench, you're going to win the game. And that's what we saw tonight. I,
3: I'm curious if anybody's got the stats in front of them because I don't. But um, between uh, Cam Johnson, Cam Payne, Mikhail Bridges, and Jay Crowder, did they get at least 40 points?
1: All right, let me math this real quick. So you said Cam Johnson, who had five. Campaign, who had 13, so that's 18. Uh, Mikael Bridges had 11, so that's 29. And then yeah. you add the 17 of Crowder. Yeah, that puts you over 40. That's 40. 40- Forty-five.
3: Three, 45. The, the, the other day, that was kind. Of, that was going to be my 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 train of thought. If if CP three wasn't going to be as effective as he was today, then between those four guys, you needed to have forty points. Uh, I feel like that that will kind of sustain you, especially when you have a drop off when you go from Booker and, and, and CP three to just campaign and everybody else. Especially the way Crowder and Mikhail Bridges were playing, and Cam Johnson has still hasn't really found his shot to a to a high degree. Um, but today that changed. And Mikhail McHale I thought had his best game of the series today. And uh and so did Jay Crowder shooting wise. Obviously. He couldn't Four get for any twelve.
1: More. Four yeah. for twelve from McHale. But the thing you have to remember about McHale is he but has he, LeBron on him. It's nothing's easy for him. It, it's not like but he's that, but taking he also, the
3: shots, which is what's important. Hit, he also hit a very big three Huge right at a three. key time. Huge um, and i think those those are almost multiplied right like you hit a three in the first quarter cool that's one for one but you hit a three in the fourth quarter with this team the lakers making the run that they are that's almost like times four you know what i mean yeah the so, momentum factor is for sure paramount on those shots yeah
2: and we're honestly we're sitting here we're telling jay not to shoot early on those two first threes <laughs> we're like come on you know pass it up don't waste any possessions but that's monty williams right tell him to keep shooting so the good thing we're not coaching this team because honestly be like jay you're on the you're on the bench i think dave king said he's unplayable a lot of the fans were saying that and it's true he was yeah, I, said Monte too. Wants his, I said i said yeah and Monty wants these guys to keep okay. shooting he absolutely wants them to keep shooting because of this reason he can hit a clutch three when it's needed in a game that we needed to win because honestly we don't get this one obviously the series is over but he's going to eventually get back into rhythm so i love that he kept forcing them at the end when he started making them, but it was kind of hard to watch though there for a little bit, but uh, I love my, I love me some Jay. Well, look, he, he's been, you know, good defensively
0: though. He's been uh, a positive. And that's the thing. It was much like in games where Deandre Ayton may not have had a huge offensive impact. It was the other end of the floor. You knew that Jay Crowder was going to provide you something if it wasn't offensively. And I love his toughness. He doesn't back down. He does not care that it's LeBron James who he's guarding at times or when he was on Anthony Davis, he's going to play them just like any other guy he plays. And I loved that hard foul on LeBron. He saw that Marc Gasol got away with something like that. So he went, all right, well, I'm not going to give LeBron the easy layup. I'm not going to just allow him to waltz through the lane. I'm going to send a message. And then when LeBron started jawing at him, he just stared at him. And I loved that. That that was the the kind of thing that was saying, we're not going anywhere. If you guys want to get through us, you are going to have to work your asses off. And I appreciate that about Jay Crowder because that's been the homework of the Suns team all year. They were the, the the enforcers. They were the scrappy ones. And you saw that today, and Jay was a big part of
1: that. And that's what was missing in Game 3 was – You know, as as Saul so eloquently said, is we were allowing the Lakers to live rent free in our heads and whatever they wanted to do physically, emotionally, they were pushing the Suns around. And I think that, you know, we all kind of knew there was going to be one inexperienced game, a game in which, especially with Chris Paul being injured or hampered, that the Suns wouldn't have the ability to uh, to to push through those emotional moments, if you will. And they reset. They took a, few, a couple days off. CP3 is obviously feeling better. I think that you know we can talk about him here momentarily. But uh, I, I can't echo enough what, what Espo just said. You know, Jay Crowder manning up to LeBron. You know, This whole team as a whole manning up to the opposition saying, listen, we're the Phoenix Suns, okay? We are the number two seed. And you came out and you gave us your best shot again early in the first half and we absorbed it. And then we decided that we're going to impose our will. And that's, that's a phrase I will use time and time again relative to the Phoenix Suns and the way that they can play basketball in a positive manner. If you come into a game with the mindset that, listen, we need to impose what we do versus them allow, allowing them to impose what they do, we have a mental edge. And, and that mental edge was back tonight. And I know that coming into this game, it's one of those things that I was definitely worried about. I mean, that game three was – It was a punch in the face for the Phoenix Suns. And to see Jay Crowder not allow it to, you know, not not to put up with the bullshit. To see DeAndre Ayton continue to play physical. To see that Devin Booker, although again, you know, I think we can talk. Devin Booker didn't have a great game again. And it's understandable. You know, they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink at him. Uh, I think KCP not being in does help. Uh, I know that KCP isn't the greatest defender in the world, but, you know, bodies that are athletic against Devin Booker have been a challenge for him. And when he's part of a double or triple team, it's something that I think that he has problems with. Uh, what do you guys see without KCP being out there?
3: I, I, I'm going to agree with you, Beth um, The reason why is because Devin Booker is a superstar on this team. And he does need to play better. I don't give a shit. They throw the whole team at him. He's got to find a way. All the good ones find a way, and he's got to find a way. Um, you know, tonight for him not to score in the second half until under five minutes left to go in the game, that's unacceptable. You can't agreed, have that, you know, and and, and if, if this team wants to get very far, Devin Booker is going to have to find that elite level of shooting and playmaking, uh, because he was pretty sloppy with the ball earlier on in the game. I saw a lot of comments, even the commentators made several comments about or a comment about, you know, he was throwing the ball away and, and, and his passes weren't crisp and clean. Some of them were to D- D.A., some of them were to other players, and he was getting mad at them. And I'm like, dude, you're the one making this bad play. Like, you're setting your team up for failure. And every player doesn't do that. Oh, I understand okay. D.A. should have caught the ball a couple times, for sure. But the, the next time, you know, there was a specific play in the second half where um, I I, I want to say it was Drummond or somebody. It was literally waiting right there on the block for Devin Booker to turn – and and go into him and as soon as Devin Booker turned Devin jumps and he has nowhere to go with the ball and he just turns the ball over and I'm like dude you got to stop doing this kind of stuff you should know that you should know that you should know by now you're going to get double teamed and it's going to be it's going to be just about every possession
0: look i get frustration with him not being the man but he did have 17 points, had five assists, seven rebounds, but most importantly, if I told you he got to the, the game, free
3: throw line. If I told you before the game Devin Booker only has 17 points in this game, do you think the Suns win? Nope. <clears> I
0: mean,
4: would have said the in first real. thing I hear is crapping all over one of the Suns
3: players. You, you missed
1: on? all the good stuff, Dave. 20 minutes into the podcast, I'm the it's only one positive in this whole conversation. What's
3: going on? <laughs> Matthew's the positive the guy. How
0: is Matthew the positive guy? I'm sitting here (laughs) defending... Defending Devin
1: Booker, ladies and gentlemen, who are listening to the podcast versus watching the podcast, to Dave King, he has joined us. Dave, uh, what's that shirt say? The twelve. What? What? What is that sun shirt you're wearing? It
4: says the timeline, baby. Oh, the
1: timeline. Okay, that's fantastic. Guess oh, when is...
4: the sun's got good again in 2020, just like just... they always said they would. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: hey, who? Who came up with that great tagline? That is a fantastic I don't know, tagline. Some loser there. on the internet. Hey, that guy. else stole
4: it from him? <laughs> yeah, some pay loser, and then somebody some else. Uh, it looks he like he's in his basement on his game console. I am in my his big leather chair. I am well, in my brother-in-law's
0: theater room. Are you 16 room. again?
4: I wish. <laughs>
0: I feel like I'm your age, so yeah, that's not a good thing. So how you doing, Dave? tell you that.
1: Tell, hey, tell us what you saw tonight from Woo! Devin Booker? Jo- join the Devin Booker conversation what I saw and then pick it up there.
4: Is he's still getting all the Lakers' attention, and he handled it a lot better tonight than he did on Thursday night. That's for sure. That dude um, that dude kept his head the entire game. The Lakers were going after him, and, you know, they had, they had their schemes. And the, you know what? We all knew their schemes were not going to work if Chris Paul was Chris Paul. And guess what? Their schemes did not work. Chris Paul just had all the room in the world to move, and he did. Now the Lakers are going to have to adjust again, and guess what? Devin Booker's going to get a little bit less attention. Guess what? He's probably going to look a lot like he did on game one. Because when you're not being double and triple teamed with every defender shading towards you and leaving the other guy, other guys un, undefended, gosh, hey, Jay Crowder made a couple threes. Now you can't leave him completely alone anymore. So I, I, I'm, I'm feeling very positive about the Suns going uh, forward d- d- in this. It feels like they're coming back.
3: The only caveat I will say to that, and I, I, I understand where you're coming from, Dave, I do, um, is that you got to make adjustments, right? And I think Devin Booker hasn't made the adjustments that I'd like to see yet. Like, for instance, CP3, uh, early in the third quarter, he was, get, he was struggling getting the ball across half court against Dennis Schroeder because yeah. he was playing a lot of pressure. So what did he do? He just deferred to everybody else. And then, and then played his game yeah. and found his spots. And I think Devin – Devin had half the team's turnovers tonight, five out of ten. Like He always has he half the, the team's yep. turnovers every yeah. game. So, I, well, I want him to improve. <laughs> they still won 51. They
0: won the freaking game. I don't care if Devin – Yes, let's stop Zero. shooting over
4: him. I don't care.
1: The, well, okay, okay. Let, the, let, this let this me change the subject picture, then. Guys. Wait, Saul, so
3: finish it. I don't, I don't care about the immediate fin- future. I care about the big picture. I want to win the series, and I think to win the series – he does have to play a little bit better. I'm, I'm with you Saul. With
4: there you Me? go. Well there's there's, there's Go a ahead Matthew. He's not triple teamed. I'm with you. Go ahead Matthew.
3: That's All right, it. how about this? I'm with Saul. Let, let, let,
4: let, let's He's get off play a lot better.
1: You know, Devin Booker uh, was spending the the weekend hanging out, having a good time. Came out and and won a game. Okay, that's what that's what's important. Five for fourteen. You guys are riding
4: Devin Booker so hard. No, 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 no. no. Smooth baller of the week. Ooh, ooh.
3: Okay, they're riding him harder than chafing ball. All right, chafing baller. Oh my god, guys. (laughs) That's the one. That's him. Rubbing all the hair off. Watch twenty twenty
1: one. DeAndre Ayton (laughs) once again showcased his ability to be a dominant big man in this game. 14 points, 17 rebounds, 6 for 8 from the field for DeAndre Ayton. Uh, He continues to wow. He continues to make numerous people eat their words. And, you know, as I look at the way that DeAndre Ayton plays, I feel like the Lakers kind of want him to, to do what he wants to do. He's not their main focal point in this yeah. game. You can see the way that they, they, yeah, exactly. Offensively, he's yeah. he, they're they're they pressing. They don't want
4: him doing what he's doing defensively.
1: Exactly, and that's the key. I was going to get to that, Dave. You're so the timeline. <laughs> you're so ahead of your game. It's it's in, it's in, it's, in, it's, in, it's crazy. But offensively, they're they're letting him do what they wanted. What he wants to do because they're pressing the guards. They're pressing Devin Booker. They're pressing CP three. They're trying to create turnovers uh, from the front court. Whereas, or from the, from our guard play, but defensively, he was absolutely again, fantastic tonight. Whenever you have Anthony Davis prior to his injury, fading away from the basket versus going towards the basket is a good thing. And whenever DA was getting those switches and had an opportunity to be on uh, Anthony Davis, he was doing just that. He was, he was a pest inside the interior, uh, I tip my hat. I drink my beer. Cheers to you, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I never doubted you. I never doubted you.
3: <laughs> you know what I would have liked to see is um, in the Here fourth. Here we go. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. I know, though. right? Let's Show talk about something else, let me say it, Okay. Yeah. Let me say this. Okay? Let okay? there be peace when, on earth. When the Lakers were making their run, at, the Suns were shooting a lot of perimeter shots. And I would have liked to see them get the ball down low inside and give Da an opportunity oh, to or two.
1: hundred percent agree. Matthew oh, was saying the same snap. thing. where We are watching agree. the game right here at Four Peaks. He's like, "Why What's are they that? taking What's those quick well? threes? What'd you just
3: say? You I say agree. Well? You're oh, you're okay,
0: right, right on that. Okay. They because because the Lakers seem to, like you guys are saying to be wanting to give him whatever yeah. he can get. So feed him in that in that situation at the end of the game and and let him let him prove that he can get to the line and, and do those things. Like he played amazingly uh, and that's without, we haven't even mentioned his rebounding, right? We talked defense, we talked offense on the glass. Yeah. He was spectacular tonight, 17 boards. The sun still get out rebounded by one 41, but eight and single-handedly, kept them close in the rebounding numbers. And I'd love to see that from him because it's not easy rebounds. He's tipping balls to himself. He's positioning himself where he can get the shot, like, or where he can get the rebound off a missed shot. He was fantastic on the glass. And I think he deserves more praise for what he does in that portion of the game. Uh, he, he's smart with it. He, he, is very, very good. And I won't say Rodman esque, but you see, some of the style that rodman would do with the tipping the ball knowing where the ball is going to come off off the rim i'm very he excited was, about that And i was like
3: it. and then i was you know i was yeah, and
0: then
2: jordan took it personally and, uh, <laughs> yeah honestly da he's doing more than what we expected right he yes. he's absolutely playing way better than we expected he's doing more than what we wanted so it's like the teammates around him need to stand up. That's what happened today. A lot of them stood up. Booker, I mean, I don't even know if I said a word about him, but he honestly didn't have a really great game, but we just talked about him, so I'll move on. But Aiden himself, he can pass out of situations, tip the ball like you're talking about. He makes the right decisions. He's the only guy in the court right now. I'm watching. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I don't say that towards him. I'm like, he knows exactly what to do on defense and on offense. The guys around him are the only ones that need to fill in and step up. And they they did today. Let's see if that carries on because he is basically the focal point of the offense and the defense. Everything is going around him. Kind of like he's the sun. Everyone's orbiting around him. That's the way it should be if these guys can step up and just hit big shots, dude, this series is in the Suns' hands. So I'm glad his teammates helped him out tonight because he, of course, he played his ass off again tonight.
0: And this is why I thought the whole the big man's dead in the NBA storyline that we heard for a few years was BS. Because when you have a guy like that, it's gravity. People, people start to move in towards him. It opens up things. It changes things. And he's just embraced that. In this series, and I love to see it. And he's earned himself a hell of a lot of money in yes, these sir. in these four yes, games sir. so far.
1: And I'll tell you what, you know, Matthew. To your point, the, they did knock down some shots tonight. You know, uh, the Suns ended with a total field goal percentage of you know only forty three percent. Uh, and from the three-point line, 28.6%. So they didn't knock down the shots. But if they knock down those shots, this team becomes unbelievably lethal. Uh, Dave, you're rejoining us. I guess Devin Booker was at the podium. Uh, yeah, what was, he was wearing?
4: CP. I mean, it was campaign, uh, campaign, not Devin Booker. Well, what
1: campaign, been, I have to say. A, another great game for campaign. I mean, he entered he, this game as the third-highest scorer yeah. for the Phoenix Suns, and he continued to make – I mean, he took LeBron off the dribble. That was one of my favorite moments of this game, ladies and
3: gentlemen. Hey, hey. Yeah. All I got to say is yes, sir. He's,
1: hey,
4: he's hey, worth more than a million hey. dollars. I'll tell, you that. <laughs> tell no, you that cam cam had a great game. Uh, he spent a lot of the time. Uh, he, he spent a lot of the time talking about how happy he was that Chris Paul was back. Uh, he just loves, obviously <laughs> loves being the backup to Chris Paul and not having all of the, all of the, uh, um, the need to score. I mean, you know, somebody just said in the chat it helped that the KCP was out, and of course Davis being out in the second half for sure, just like it helped the Lakers when Chris yeah, Paul. Yeah, you have to like win Tyler that game Ulis. though, right? I mean, yeah, I mean it was nice for the Lakers for two games without having Chris Paul out there. So yeah. I'm not, I don't feel bad for anybody.
3: Yeah, no, nice. it wholeheartedly. It was. A, go ahead, go ahead. I was
0: just gonna say it, it wholeheartedly. You can't. I don't feel bad for the Lakers because now they're dealing with what the sun's dealt with. It's just the way a seven game series goes. And and now we
3: got a real series here. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I loved about this game is that it truly was a team game. Everybody chipped in, everybody played very well for the most part. Um, and I, I just thought, you know, you got six guys scoring in double figures and hitting big shots campaign. To me, I think one of the big adjustments Monty made was he understood that campaign, is basically unguardable one on one. He is too quick for any of the Laker defenders. And once, once that, once they opened up the offense and let Campaign just go to work, uh, Campaign went to work and, and created opportunities for himself and, and, and got some key baskets uh, in the game. And I, I mean, dude, I, I couldn't be happier for that dude for sure. And he took
2: he took LeBron on right. How many of those layups mm-hmm. came against LeBron? That was the best thing to watch tonight. Is him taking him to the rim and you- finishing.
3: If you watch the Lakers, they hide LeBron on defense to try and conserve his energy. Yes, LeBron, every time Kaminsky came into the game, LeBron was guarding Kaminsky to to really uh, conserve his energy. And I'm like, Monty, we got to figure out a way to fucking get LeBron in the fold because you got to tire that dude out. They were were trying to hide him towards the last
2: five minutes of the game. I think LeBron was maybe saving some of that energy for the last five minutes because it showed, right? I mean, the Suns had the lead 15, 16 points. Five minutes game. then LeBron started to turn on. It was too late. I mean, he didn't have Anthony Davis. He didn't know what to do. He actually seemed kind of invincible out there. I didn't even notice he was on the court till he would receive a pass, but he wasn't doing too much towards the end. I think a lot of it was just saving his energy, but I mean, it can't work like that every game. I think LeBron thinks he's, he's setting the Suns up. He thinks he knows how this playoffs are going to go. He thinks he can just, you know, uh, basically come out there and play his game, but then save some energy. And against the Suns team where he's just like, oh, okay, well, I'll just come in and play five minutes and we'll win the game. It's not that case anymore, man. The Suns team is actually a team, and he has to put up with it, especially if AD does not return. He has a lot at hand, and it's the most he's ever had to, I feel like, face in a playoff series leading up to the championship.
0: Yeah, it's the first time in a first round he actually has to put forth effort to take care of his opponent.
1: And with Anthony Davis hurt, yes, that's going to happen. Because you think about it. You think about that fourth-quarter run for the Los Angeles Lakers, and you put Anthony Davis in the fray, and it does become more difficult for the Suns because then they could start to play the superstar game. Boom, it's LeBron. Boom, it's it's AD. And you, they go back and forth, and the uh, the role players step up, and then you know it, it could potentially uh, not as tur- – didn't it, it wouldn't have turned out the way it did. But that's just the way that it has to go now. Now LeBron James has to carry the – we'll see what happens going into game – uh, number five, which is going to be absolutely paramount. If you are a Suns fan, go to the stadium. Be loud. Don't sell your tickets to Lakers fans. I say this all the time, but continue to continue to have that mindset. Beat L.A. Okay, but LeBron James, you know, I'll bring this up, okay? Again, Suns win. I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm two for two in Suns games when it happens at 1230. I'm two for two when I go to a bar locally in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, and the Suns, you know, they win those games. I'm two for two wearing Jordans, okay? I I wore, like, regular old Nikes in games two and three, and they lost. So, I mean, there's a lot of superstitions that happen when you watch the playoffs, okay? All these little things kind of happen. But when you look at game five and and you – or, sorry, backing up, going to game four, what happened just now, what was up with that LeBron pass to himself? The refereeing was shitty again tonight. I think we can all agree it's nicer to talk about this subject after a win – but, I mean, what about the double dribble LeBron passed to himself? What about the, the call that was ultimately challenged and overturned after, you know, another bullshit? I mean, there was a lot of to, that stuff, man. To
0: be fair, it went both ways in this game. The The Lakers got some, some non-calls. I mean, they probably could have called Crowder for – for a flagrant foul, just like they could have called Marcus I mean, there were there
1: were multiple. They things, could have so. called, yeah, the Marcus one. That I, I think that could have been a flagrant foul. They could have called called Da for just being so fucking awesome. Because that's I, well, I can't get over how great he I, was.
0: Uh, yeah, look, I, I tonight's not a night that I think I uh, think the refs complaining about the refs. I mean, maybe in the first half, yeah, there there were some rough patches they're officiating obviously that was a, a double dribble uh, by lebron but all in all i felt like this was a pretty evenly bad yeah. called game on on both sides it was uh you know but game five looking at that is going to be fascinating with uh, I'm uh, the ha- people i'm happiest for are the fans they get to see a, a truly important basketball game one that's going to be Unbelievably exciting, and if the atmosphere is anything like game one or game two, I mean, if that cranks up another notch, it, it's going to be intense. And, uh, and it's not like the Lakers just don't have the amount of fans in the building. The Suns are going to have 16,000 on Tuesday in that building. It is a true home court advantage, and hopefully they can ride that wave.
3: I completely agree. The Suns are set up. It's a, it's a three-game series now, and you got two of the next three at home. Yep. You gotta take care of business in Game Five. You don't want to see the Lakers at home at their place in Game Six with with everything on the line. You just know AD would somehow finally fix his leg and come back and and ball out, right? Um, an update on AD, by the way. Uh, Frank Vogel says that he's going uh, undergoing further evaluation. and They'll provide an update tomorrow. So it's not really much. Now an that's update, that's but.
1: the opposite groin of his knee injury. Am I correct, or or am I incorrect in saying that? Was it a left uh, knee strain I and a left groin? I think he it's has injuries same, it's everywhere.
3: Same, it's the it's same leg. I think it's the same groin okay. same leg. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, I, again, like Espo said, I'm excited for game five. I think everybody should be excited for game five. It's going to be loud. It's going to be rocking. Um, and the Suns, I expect them to come out. Now they've, they've got a lot of playoff experience under their belt, right? They've gotten four games. That should be enough to to you know calm the nerves and, and get ready to go and and I expect them to come out and, and really play with their hair on fire, um, and hopefully send a message to the Lakers like yeah you got to close out teams when you can, um, and you can't take things lightly and kind of come into the playoffs half-assed like you did and uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, look, the Lakers threw their punch in Game Three, the Suns gave them a haymaker back in Game Four, and now home court's back in Phoenix's favor, and it's. Take care of the two in in Phoenix, and you you win in seven. Been saying that the whole time, and I still think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to win in seven in this series.
1: What a fantastic playoff basketball, ladies and gentlemen! Playoff basketball. There's nothing like it.
2: Jam star of the game.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching along live on YouTube, this is a reminder to subscribe, hit that thumbs up button. And hit the little bell as well. That will notify you whenever we go live here on the Sun's Jam Session and the Sun's Solar Panel Podcast. And this is also your opportunity to let us know in the chat who you believe your jam star of the game is. Uh, Let's go around the horn. We'll start with you, Matthew. Matthew, who is your jam star of the game?
2: It's absolutely DeAndre. And I just feel like he did everything right. I usually choose these awards. By who I don't yell at the most. And DA comes away. (laughs) You know, I mean, I was over here with two minutes left saying sons are going to (laughs) lose. <laughs> sorry. That's just the way I am as a fan. And I'm sorry. A game at the bar and was I am sorry. Today. No one is going to ever invite me over here. You're such, a, you're such again. a
3: rookie when it comes to the playoffs, Matthew. You, you got to realize that. I I've said of
1: this am. most. I was in diapers. So coming into time. this. I go, this is Matthew's first 11 years time. old in diapers. Matthew's first time ever watching Suns playoff games in a bar environment is <laughs> right now. Because last time they were in the playoffs, Matthew was like 19. So he had just missed out experiencing what it's like. <laughs> so yeah, he is a rookie, and we are going to yeah. walk him through how to do it. It's like, listen, dude, if the Suns are up ten with two minutes to go. Don't tell me they're gonna fucking lose. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to hear that bad juju. I don't yeah, want it exactly. to be a part of my life. You know, <laughs> so but he gives it to Aiton. Uh, we've got some people in the chat. We got a campaign. We got CP three DA point God. Saul who are you giving it to?
3: I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to CP three. Um, I just think the way he was able to bounce back. Um, you could see that he was you know he he was playing for his own confidence and his own, you know, manhood, right? And, and I think he showed up big time. He had a couple buckets. He turned to the sideline, was like, "I'm back." That kind of tells you, like, he he's feeling himself and he's feeling pretty good. Um, and so I expect in the next couple of days, you know, it's just going to be even better. His his arm's going to heal up a little bit more, and um, we're we're going to get the the real CP3 from here on out. Hopefully, uh, provided no uh, nothing bad happens. So.
1: All right, before we hand it off to Espo, it looks like R in the YouTube chat says, Matthew did predict an injury. It just happened to the L.A. Lakers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, just keep true. listening to me, guys. Just keep it's listening. I, I don't care what happens to me as long as the Suns win. <laughs> there you go. All right, Espo, who is your jam star of the game?
0: I'm going to go off the board. Nobody's said him yet, but I think Jay Crowder. I mean, the, the, without the way Jay played on defense, some of those threes that he hit, I know it wasn't always pretty in this game, but that was what they've been missing. They got it from Crowder. They got the big win. I'm going to give it to him. But also, shout out to Torrey Craig. Five points, five rebounds, a big block in 11 minutes today. Those were minutes in the first two games that were going to Dario Saric that, that weren't meaningful minutes. And you get 11 solid minutes out of Torrey Craig. He deserves some praise, too, because it's those little, little things that I think helped get the
1: Suns back on track today. And shout-out to Torrey Craig's headband. Rocking the orange headband looked fantastic today. The juice was loose. Uh, big fan of the way that he played today. I'm going to go with uh, what Saul said. CP3, I mean, this series hinges on CP3's health. He's the point god. He is the motor behind this son's offense. And when you see him hit the middies, when you see him shooting the three ball, and, and at least hitting rim, you know, versus what Saul saw <laughs> before the game uh, in game two or game three or whatever. Game yeah, two, game two. Game two yeah. yeah. I mean, we all as Suns fans now have confidence. And that was the one thing that we didn't have after the last two games was confidence in this team, confidence in the. Now, no, we know the, what this team is. And I wrote something recently for Bright Side of the Sun that says, hey, listen, the Suns are right where they are or right where they should be. OK, <laughs> right where they are. Duh. Yeah. Relatively <laughs> yeah. speaking, you know, you are where you are. No, they're, they're right where they should be, though. You know, they're a team that two years ago won 19 games and then last season just missed the playoffs, winning 34 games. And now they're in the first round. And just as fate would have it, they're playing the Los Angeles Lakers. So, yeah, fate can be kind of cruel sometimes, but they're battling in the first round the way they should be. They need confidence in themselves. Jay Crowder. To Espo's point, needed confidence in himself. Tory Craig needed confidence in himself. Everybody up and down this lineup needed some confidence. And that happens when CP3 is on the court managing these teams. They you know, he's the older brother, the much older brother for you know some of these guys. And when they look over and they see him have the ball and him playing with the tenacity and the tenaciousness that he does, it's gonna be a good game for the Suns, regardless of the outcome. Today, that outcome happens to be an eight-point victory over the over the Los Angeles Lakers. It is now a best two-out-of-three series. We have the home-court advantage. There's nothing wrong with just yelling, screaming, getting a little crazy uh, over these next couple nights. If you have Lakers fans in your life, do me a favor. Don't say shit to them. They know. And they know that you know, and you know that they know that you know, and that's what's important. Okay, you talk to 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 those Lakers fans.
3: They don't know that series.
1: Do they know that though? I'm not sure if they
3: know, bro. Guys, I gotta, I gotta bounce. Are you out? out, out, Sorry, I gotta bounce too. But I gotta.
0: Let me just say this: Tuesday, game five. Biggest game we've seen, I think probably ever. i I'm,
1: ever no, not <laughs> ever. ever. But this Matthew. is it's Matthew. huge. Get, rookie, get, rookie,
0: get the win, and you got two shots to close it out. It is massively important. The fans need to get out there, be loud, be proud. It is time to beat L.A. and uh, Suns in 7. I'll see you guys
1: later.
3: Love it. Thank you for joining right. us, Espo. Thank you, Espo. Don't push over a steer. All right, cool. Uh, you know, my par- my parting shot, honestly, is, is man a great way to bounce back, especially what happened on, on Thursday night and how they got trounced. But they showed the NBA that they are for real. And, hey, also anything can happen in these playoffs. All you need is one injury, and it can change the course of an entire series. And we've seen that twice already in this series alone. So uh, it's going to be an exciting, you know, last three games. And, uh, you know, first one to two wins. It's a bad
1: series to wear jersey number three, is it not? Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Saul. Welcome back, Dave King. Uh, Saul, we'll we'll, See we'll see you come game five. So Dave, uh, who was at the podium? Did you hear Jay Crowder speak and if so what did he say?
4: Yeah, so uh first up was Monty. He was just talking about how how thrilled he was that he didn't have to sit Devin, or excuse me, Chris Paul because he was just so worried that they have a long history, guys. They obviously Monty coached Chris Paul 10 years ago and he knows Chris Paul's injury history in the playoffs and he knows how badly Chris Paul wanted to play in this game. And it was killing him to have to have that conversation. But apparently they had had a long conversation before the game where, and I heard Chris Paul here talk about it as well as Monty Williams a few minutes ago. Um, Monty was telling him, look, man, if you can't be Chris Paul, then you've got to sit. Just like we were saying, a lot of us were saying, if you can't be Chris Paul, you can't be out there anymore. Um, and Chris said, he said, yeah, I need a minute. He called his brother. He called his agent. He called calls other p- people in his family and, Then he went and he talked to Jay Crowder and he went to talk to Devin Booker. And they all agreed that, look, man, give me two minutes, two minutes in this game. If I don't feel like I'm going to play well and you guys think I'm playing like whatever word he used, but crap, um, then we'll decide at that point to pull me out. And then he even had, like, he had a bit of a slow start in this game, but he played okay in the first quarter. But then the second quarter, he was just, Chris Paul was just talking about the fact that when the Lakers got had that little run and they got up by 10, 11 points, something like that, and LeBron was showboating again, um, you know, nice front runner there. And uh, Chris Paul was like, man, I was there. I was on the court and I felt like it was on me. And I went and talked to Jay and we talked to Monty. And again, those are his guys, man. And Jay made a couple of shots, and the Suns got back in the game. And then they all knew that they had it, even before the unfortunate injury to Anthony Davis. You know, and that's just just the way it is, man. You don't know how a single injury, just like Saul just said, can change the course of a series. We've already had two big ones right now. Hopefully, I hope Anthony Davis is back on Tuesday. I really do, fully healthy. I don't know if he can be, but fully healthy. And I want Chris Paul to be fully healthy. And I want to see how they play all healthy. I yes. don't want one team hurting and the other team not. I want everyone healthy. Now, uh, Chris Paul did express that he was surprised he played as well as he did. I think it was just sheer will that got him out there playing like he did today. Because um, as of minutes before the game, he was not sure he could even go. And
2: percentage-wise, on how good he probably feels, what do you think, Dave? You think he's creeping towards 80%, maybe that? Because he played I think His game.
4: body is probably 20%, 50%, 40%. <laughs> but oh, his no. brain yeah. has carried yeah. that to about 75 or 80%. So 80. somewhere and in the middle. That the yeah. dude, that dude, 18 points, 9 assists, 0 turnovers, and three Bingo. steals with no right yes. arm. A couple of those steals he got with his right arm, you know, swinging it wildly. Uh, it's just crazy how good he played. That was a fantastic,
1: fantastic performance by CP3, gutty performance and vital to this, you know, because I mean, that was a lot of the chatter coming into this game. It's like, you know, do you sit Chris Paul? And if so, can, do we have an opportunity to actually beat this team and win this series? And
4: when they needed you know, to sit Chris Paul, was it two at one to one? That's when they agreed
1: game. going and he actually game admitted
4: three. The reason uh, he he attributes a little bit of his feeling good today to having literally a day of not basketball for the first time since the injury, because they had him not practice on Saturday. They told him just to rest up and we'll see how you feel Sunday morning. And he, he said, you know, they keep telling me rest is all I can get, but I don't want rest. That's what he said. (laughs) I want to play. I've got to play. And he thinks that that is the turning point. Having that two-day break instead of one-day break between games is the turning point. And he's feeling confident, obviously, going forward because it seems like every game is getting a little bit better. So if we can get the good Chris Paul back, that would be so fun.
1: Well, and now we turn our sights to Tuesday, which is game five. So there is just one day off in between, you know, game four, game five. We go back to this kind of quick turnaround schedule for the Phoenix Suns. It'll be interesting to see how he performs. Obviously, oh, what's that, a
4: Corona? Corona premiere. Not because they show those commercials every five minutes on (laughs) TNT. I already (laughs) had these.
2: Is there a line in that, though? Are you no. Drinking no. It raw? I just drink it straight. Well, we're drinking, drinking four raw, peaks man. here. I drink
4: my shout coffee black and I drink my well, beer. I got water now. <laughs>
1: yeah, don't put fruit in beer. It's not right. Uh, but we're drinking four peaks again. Shout out to Four Peaks. Thank you ever so much for shout hosting out. us and louding us here. We really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, as we look towards game five, you know, obviously the health of Chris Paul, the health of anybody who wears the jersey number three in this series is going to be paramount because we don't know yeah. what the status of Anthony Davis is going to be. And I'm with you, Dave. I want to beat this team at the best. Yeah. you know you know yeah. you never want excuses you never want the opposition to be like well you know one of our all-stars was out you know we we could say the same thing for the Phoenix suns I don't think we any Phoenix suns fan sat around and felt you know was saying no we we, we would have beat you if chris Paul was playing every one of these minutes because I'll, I'll tell you in game three we were overmatched I felt like it was a coaching adjustment you know, match I do you no like it would
4: have been di- it just every game game, is game two now, could Monty have. was Monty was stressing look Monty was stressing uh yesterday in the off he's like Man, as bad as everybody feels right now, and as deflated as everyone felt at the end of game three, it's still just two to one. One win on Sunday, the series is tied, and it's a whole new series because then we get to go home to Phoenix. So all it takes that's that's the nature of the playoffs. Ever after, after every win, you feel like you're never gonna lose again. After every loss, you feel like you're never gonna win again. That we're already experiencing that because it's the Lakers who are playing in the first round. And I just man, I just really uh Dave's a man's man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's because true. I drink my Corona straight. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. My my light beer Corona Corona Premier. Yes, you're, you're, you're like the, the Dosaki guy, Man's you know no the dog. most
1: interesting man on the. On Are the you standing planet.
4: up right now, Dave? Are you standing? Yeah, I'm standing up. Okay. I got I got one of those desks. Cool, I, I can't be sitting right now. I hear you. Yeah, there That's you go. Stuff is That's down the hardest. thing. <laughs> I feel yeah, so tall.
1: we're we're getting an ask, you know, in the chat for you to stat us with something. So, is there any stat you're willing to? I just randomly did. Pump? Chris Paul. All right, hold on. Nine hold on. Assists. Hold on. Okay.
4: All right, it's here, I'll come right. up with a different stat. Okay. The Suns won this game still only shooting 28% from three. How about them? That's oh, insane.
1: Oh, damn that is if insane. Coming into this game, what was one of the things that everybody was talking about? It's like, listen, the Suns can beat the Lakers if they hit their shots because the right. shots will be there.
4: But they Given have the way- proven all year that if we, they play with the right amount of effort, they don't need those threes <laughs> to win the game. But they made the big threes at the right time, didn't they? Jay Crowder, you asked about what he said in the in – the, in the, Chat um, yeah. post game, so he was just like, "Look, okay." So first of all, Monty said Jay was kind of down on on Thursday, and then he was down on Friday. Saturday was back to himself, and then today, obviously, he had a he had a really good game. Jay, for his part, was like, "No, I just I, everything's the same. Every every game's the same. Sometimes sometimes the shot goes the shots goes in, sometimes the shots don't go in. He is the most up and down shooter I have ever seen. The guy yes. miss nine in a row, then." You know, it's likely on on one of these next games he's going to make six of eight, and yes. they're all going to be contested, and that's why we need that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's nice moving his way Mikkel, up towards that. Yes, he's moving his yeah. way up towards that. It was nice seeing Mikkel Bridges um, actually make some shots too. I man, four, four for Kel. For look, uh, well, Mikkel some shots. needs to. Mikel needs to find his way in this series. He's a little bit thin and small. Yeah, 25 little bit thin uh, for the big front line. And he's being forced to play a lot of, I mean, the Lakers are playing LeBron James at small forward. It's tough for Mikel to stand up to that. The dude just he's inspector gadget, but when you get into his chest, you can bump him back. So Mm -hmm. Cam Johnson has a little bit more stand in the bucket than Mikel does. So it's been tough for Mikel in this series, but I'm looking forward to him having a couple of good games. He certainly made the shots he needed to make today. That's for sure. Well, that that's really way. good. That's Definitely an all key
2: season key. long. I feel like we really didn't expect too much from Cam John or uh, uh, freaking Mikel Bridges really to do too much on offense. But in this series, you kind of don't expect it to because of the LeBron James factor, but he's kind of moving his way in there. You saw a few more shots inside. You see him feel a feel a little bit more comfortable from three. So that's good to see because you want as much as you can get going into game five. Sand in the
4: bucket, Chuck's the not sand in the butt.
2: All right. Sand in the butt. Sorry. Whatever you guys are talking about <laughs> <laughs> going into game five. Honestly, I know we want Anthony Davis to be healthy but I to be to be confident in this team to win I would like him to be of course he's never going to be more than probably 60% out there now Anthony Davis I don't want him to play but if he does play you know he's not going to be at you know his his normal self he's going to be hurt no matter what just like Chris Paul so whatever the Suns do to go out there and to to face the Lakers in game 5 to try to take this one over I don't want Davis to be there at all. When he went out hurt, I was super excited. And I know that's terrible, but it's absolutely true because that's the only way to get confidence as a fan out there to think that we have a chance to win. So I'm not looking no, forward to him playing I in game totally five.
4: disagree, Matthew. I love I your know take. everyone I disagrees. Really with do. Everyone at the end disagrees. of the show, you it's like you save these up for the end of the show. You need to name this segment. <laughs> Boy, yes, you gotta name yes, this segment. Yes, we'll we call, call it come Matthew come Finally Talks. We'll call it, yeah, it freaks me out, out Matthew, yeah. or something yeah. like that. Ma- Ma- Matthew freaks me out, or something. <laughs> Freak, yeah, the, uh, freaks us out because no, we'll I, I do something. not look forward to needing somebody else to get injured for me to feel like the Suns can win. I feel like the what? Suns can win any game that they're fully healthy. No, I know you did, and that is the worst. Stop it! <laughs> Don't. I predicted predict Anthony injuries. Davis to get. Well, I know. <laughs> all right, all right. That's so, terrible. anyways, let's rein it in
1: here. Let's rein it in here. I, I, I got a question for both of you, crazy <laughs> Some bitches. You know, yeah. you look at the the starting five for the Lakers tonight. You have six points from Anthony Davis. Obviously, he got injured. You had five from Andre Drummond. You had eight from Dennis Schroeder, which I think is absolutely huge for the Suns to shut down Schroeder. And you had six from West Matthews uh, as he started in place of KCP. The only. Starter for the Los Angeles Lakers to score in double figures was LeBron James, twenty-five. Can we replicate this going into Game
4: Five? Okay, yes, and let me tell you why. Uh, you can hit, you can do the stat me again if you want to. Uh, but the Sun. Hold on, hold actually, on, hold on, hold on. This is okay. too good. Man, I'm yeah. statting you guys a couple of times today, baby. All right, the Suns after Careful, getting I'm killed in sore. the paint in games sand in the butt um after being killed in the in the games two and three in the paint the suns actually had more points in the paint today 44 to 36 than the lakers do you know how they did that it's not because the lakers got lazy you saw schroeder you schroeder you saw anthony davis you saw lebron james every one of them drive into the paint kyle mm-hmm. kuzma little blonde haired boy i don't care what color his hair <laughs> is anyone day i don't know what it is boy. anymore But zero is not a number. They were all driving into the paint and they were all getting stopped because the Suns actually, what they did is they spent the last couple of days repracticing their defense to protect the paint without having all the size that all these other teams have. And that's what they did. Every time Schroeder got in there, Kyle, Kyle Kuzma, all those guys were driving. There was three Suns in the paint and yet they still didn't have room to kick back out to an open three because the Suns know how to shift and then scramble back. That was incre- That was really fun to watch. The Suns really had just re-honed in on their defense, guarding the paint, and it worked really well. Only LeBron James, because he's LeBron James, right? 6'9", 290, and he can fly. Yeah, he can get to the And he can
1: fall. Well, yeah. He not fouled he, on a couple But you of know, again, yeah, we he go, go into game into five. Team. We go into game five, and we know that Frank Vogel, his team, they're going to try to make that adjustment as well. And, you know, the question is is this sustainable for the Phoenix Suns?
4: Yeah. So it's sustainable because this is the Lakers game. And if the Suns can actually pack the paint on their drives and know when they're, and also shift back to just give reasonable contests on the three pointers, those guys are not good three point shooters. They could have a good day here and there, but they're not good three point shooters. So if you pack the paint and you, and you, um defend well enough to make it that so they don't kill you down there and obviously the suns didn't foul like crazy again today which was nice to see um so that is the big difference in the game and that is sustainable as long as 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 the suns are on their game and they practice it and they saw it work and they can do it again
1: no one wants to get killed down there you know what i'm saying
4: (laughs) hey man I'm
1: honestly,
2: I'm I'm more confident with the Lakers taking those wide open threes than anything in the paint. Even if it's like triple defenders in there for the Suns against LeBron or Anthony Davis mm-hmm. if he's healthy, I want them to shoot the wide open three. I I honestly can watch that on the TV instead of hiding my eyes every time they go in the paint. So I'm I'm way more comfortable with that. Well, and to,
4: and to your point, Matt, Suns are know, winning two out of three if it's up to West Matthews and. Ben i hope to so shoot them into the games yes the, the los angeles
1: lakers shoot 35 on the season from three that is 21st best in the league so this isn't you know for those of you who have been watching a lot of playoff basketball and i don't know you know some people are just casual Suns fans and they're joining us so thank you welcome hit subscribe hit thumbs up and like maybe you are a more seasoned uh nba watcher but you know when you watch teams like the nets and the bucks and you know these are teams that are a, a Flamethrowers from downtown. You know the Lakers. They they are not. They're a team that likes to beat you with size, with physicality, and with uh, you know a little flopping along the way because that's who their two big guys are. You know they're not a guard centric team. They're LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They are a forward centric team. Uh, so if we can shut them down from the outside, and again going in, you you, you hit the best stat that I've been I, that makes me smile as we look forward in the series, Dave. The Suns did not shoot well from three. Everybody said coming to this game the she the Suns need to shoot better from three. Right. And we still won the game. And that right. is unbelievably paramount. That again, that is that as a Suns fan, as a member of the Phoenix Suns, you go into game five with the confidence, knowing that you still haven't played your best basketball yet. Your best basketball of this series was the first like 16 minutes before Chris Paul got injured in game
2: one. Yes.
4: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, so yeah. game five predictions. Before we get out of here, we're going to go around. Matthew, we're going to end with you because you always <laughs> have a great prediction, and I'm just really interested oh. to see. It's funny because it he's, si- he's sitting over here, but on the screen he's over here, so I should really do like this so it looks mm-hmm. right. Like Matthew, I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say, but Dave, we'll start with you down there. I'm us- <laughs> <I'll, I'll, I'll laughs> down
4: there. I'll start with All right, I'm All right, down below. Am I there? Am I the White Thunder from down under? Is that yes, you're the White Thunder. Right the, sil- the Silver, yeah. thunder, from <laughs> silver thunder from down under. Silver Thunder from down under. a All mercy right. word. All right, <laughs> mercy word. Safe word. Safe word. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, there's a there's a mood talk in the chat asking if Game Five is a trap game, and I'm I'm sorry, I can't keep a straight face. How in the world can Game <laughs> Five of a playoff series that you were just down two to one, and the end of your end of your season was just about to occur? that we're going to possibly call this a trap game? No. What I do worry about is LeBron James deciding that he is going to do everything he possibly can to win that game, and the Suns don't have an answer. Another person was asking about Marcus Gasol being a difference maker for the Lakers. Look, man, if Marcus Gasol was a difference maker for the Lakers, he'd have been playing more this year. He had a good game. He really did. He channeled his his uh, five-year younger version. Absolutely. Can he do it for three more straight games? No. And you know what? If Marcus Saul is your best, their best chance to win a series, the Suns are winning this series. So LeBron needs Boom. help. He needs those guys. Schroeder is going to have to step up again, but he's going to have to make outside shots he's not very good at making. Um, all those guys are going to have to make outside shots because the Suns now have adjusted. Now, you guys will notice. I don't know um, if we talked about this yet or not because I've been in and out of this, but the Suns are built to be a, a, a three-point line defensive team That allows points in the paint, and they have completely shifted that um, emphasis against the Lakers and showed today that they can win by defending the paint and giving up a little bit more on the three point line. So, while people are now don't start, I don't want anyone to start talking about the next series. We're gonna get blown out on three pointers if our whole defense is based on the paint. Different series, the Suns can different series, different game to game, series to series. The strategy changes now. The Suns know how to defend the Lakers in the paint. Well, Lakers are going to have to do two more games, two more games, of of hitting great on threes to beat the Suns now at this rate, and I don't know that they can do it. That's why all of a sudden this shifted, and all it took was one game, just like Monty said. All right, so, so
1: I'll, I'll, no, Matthew, you oh, yeah, last. am I going last? Playing, you last. Yes.
4: Okay, I just put on. So the, who, who wins game five, Dave? Suns win game five. No, God damn it. Here,
1: okay. So we're coming back home. We're going to have that home crowd behind Ooh. us. We are going to have
4: 16,000 people.
1: Boom. 16K in the building. Okay. Hopefully, Matthew and I can finally make it out to one of these games. So that'd be really, really fun. And then we'll do this show from the parking lot. I don't care. We'll do it in my truck. But I honestly think that behind the shooting of the Phoenix Suns from three, if they can come out in game five and hit a couple of those big threes, that crowd will rise behind them. And then you have to deal with the mighty purple and orange wave. Uh, and, and I don't think it's enough for the, the Lakers to sustain. Anthony Davis obviously is the biggest question mark moving forward. You know, I see plenty of people in the chat, you know, agreeing with Matthew. is like, listen, I don't want him out there. I'm, l- let me be a realist. I don't want him out there. I see plenty of people saying, uh, you know, what Dave and I are kind of referencing is like, listen, you want to beat them at their best. Listen, regardless of what happens, if AD's out there, if they're not, the fact that the Suns has the ability to shoot the three ball well, the fact that the uh, the Lakers, you know, they're fourth best in the league at guarding the three-point line, but we still are finding ourselves wide open on over 40% of our three-point shots thus far this series. If we not start knocking them down, that crowd is going to get crazy. It's going to get loud. They've proved it before. There's going to be 16,000 Suns fans in there. We go up 3-2 on Tuesday. We come right back here for the podcast, and we talk about the potential of closing out the Los Angeles Lakers. So, Matthew, what do you think?
2: Well, with LeBron being out, I'm not Anthony Davis LeBron. being out, if he, if he is, well, who knows? He might not want to play because, honestly, he's going to have to give a full 48-minute effort, which LeBron hasn't done all season, right? He hasn't tried all season except for the beginning of the season, maybe when they started out great. But that energy that he needs to actually finish out the Suns in Game 5 – it's not going to be there, so that's one thing to watch. If Anthony Davis is going to be hurt, I'm not just saying it because, yeah, I don't want him to play because he's their second-best player, and they're going to win if they have him on the floor because that's what's going to happen. If Anthony Davis is there, they'll probably end up winning. All right? The the Lakers will probably win. But if he's not, the only, re- the only reason that the Suns can win is because LeBron James has to... Throw that effort out there. He has to actually try, and that's going to be very, very difficult for him. You can solve the rest of the Lakers' team tonight to where they couldn't even handle dribbling the ball sometimes because they didn't even know what to do out there without Anthony Davis. So that is LeBron. That is the rest of their team. That's the way they're going to be in Game 5. If Anthony Davis does play, I'm not saying the Suns won't win. It's gonna be very tough. That's why tonight I wanted to see them end this game better. But then when it comes to the situation, just like a quarterback going out and getting injured, the opposing defense doesn't know what to do as much. So adjusting to that was pretty hard on the fly for the Suns, even though it is Anthony Davis. But if you're going into Game Five and knowing he's not going to be there, then you can you can plan for that. But the Suns gonna do the best they can. It's gonna be a close game. But I'm gonna say if Anthony Davis is there, does the Lakers win. All right, just go with me. Just go with me. Don't even don't even question <laughs> me. Just just go with me. All right, guys. I apologize. <laughs>
4: Why do we let uh, him go last?
2: I don't know. Cause
1: it's always more entertaining. That's what it's about. You know what? You get all sides of the angles when you have us all here, you know, you get the pros, the pros, the cons that they're going to get injured. They're nothing. The, they're not going to get injured to get it all when you come here and you join us. So Hey, Marco uh,
4: H asked if game five is a must win. And I love oh, money's hey, answer on Saturday. Yes. Um, I love money's answer on Saturday. It was, I don't know what people are talking about, where some games it's okay to lose in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Every game in the playoffs Every is a must-win. Must win. Every That'll single win. game is the same must-win as the last game. Anthony Davis said yesterday in, a, in, the, in one of his pressers, he said, look, game four is the biggest game of the series unless we get to a game seven. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Game five is bigger now than game yes. four was for the Lakers, isn't it? And it's yeah. also bigger for the Suns too. Every game is bigger than the last. That's just the way it is.
1: So a lot of a lot of people in the chat hoping that Matthew is throwing that reverse jinx out there, a la Bill Simmons. So kudos to Matthew for reverse jinxing all this shit. He's
4: trying to nice. keep balance in the universe. It. You're so, not supposed to talk about
1: it. I'm sorry. Well, if people are talking about it. I'm going to say it. But on okay. that That's note, great. we're going it's to wrap up It's not a reverse jinx
4: if you actually say it's a reverse jinx. Now it's just a freaking now it's jinx. Now, now I don't even exist. Now it's my <laughs> fault.
1: Now it's my <laughs> fault. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get out here. If you're watching along live on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, thank you. Thank you for after a Suns victory, you decided to come and hang out with a bunch of guys uh, to talk about the Suns victory and some basketball. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. If you're a flaming baller on the Suns solar panel side or you're you're a jamster or an elite jamster on the Suns jam session side, go ahead, you know give us those thumbs ups. You can join either of those by clicking the join button or following the the descriptions in the chat. Uh, Shout out again to the Phoenix suns for holding it down and shout out to four peaks brewery for having us at their Tempe location. This has been absolutely fun. Fantastic. Uh, Trevor, the GM here. You've been great to us. We really appreciate it. We're looking forward to coming back here uh, probably in the second round or by or or for like a game seven or something, you know, we'll see how it all works out. But
4: finals finals. Yes. The finals. We're going
1: to be living here. So, you know, on that note, we thank everybody. Uh, you can follow the show at Suns Jam on Instagram, Twitter, and the Phoenix Fans app. You can follow the Sun Solar Panel at Suns Solar Panel on Twitter. You can follow me at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew on Twitter. At Matthew, let's see. You can follow Dave on Twitter. On at Twitter. Dave NBA. Because the NBA stands for nothing but ass. And on that note, uh, shout out to Zane Zor for letting us use his BLA <laughs> hey, song. Hey, I like to brag. <laughs> we'll see you on Tuesday, Suns fans.
2: Beat LA, baby.
4: Yeah. Please. Cheers. do your family.
2: Dude, that's the fifth time, John. Sorry. I'm out of here. Let me hear it.
3: Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Come on, let me hear you say.